Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Welcome to the Back Row Steelers Show, part of the Back Row family of podcasts. Hey, Steeler Nation! Welcome to episode 23 of the Back Row Steelers Show. I'm Rob Sprout, and I'm happy you're listening for your weekly Steelers fix. This week's solo episode is going to be a little bit shorter. I'm going to do a recap of our squeak to success. James Conner has a good week. Deontay Johnson has cold hands. We have penalty issues. And we escape week two relatively injury-free. Plus, at the end, Rob's fantasy finish to wrap things up. Before we start, though, I need you all to go hit me up at Steelers on Twitter and Instagram, or feel free to shoot an email to backrowsteelers at gmail.com if there's something you'd like to hear me discuss on the show in the future. Also, real quick, the stickers came in. I'm super happy about the stickers. So I was kind of dumb. I thought I only ordered 10 of them just to see how they were, and uh, I, I guess I accidentally selected the 30 option. So, Sticker Mule, way to go. Um, you hooked me up with 35 stickers. I paid for 30. I appreciate you. Uh, they turned out fantastic. So, what's going to happen is I'm going to do a little competition or something along the lines of that. Uh, maybe a little giveaway thing. So, from here... Let's see, what is today? The 23rd of September. Uh, we'll give it like two more weeks. Um, let's get out there. If you guys could subscribe, rate, review my podcast. I'm going to take a look at the people who reviewed my podcast uh, between now and two weeks from now. And I'm going to pick a couple winners from that and send you some Back Row Steelers stickers. They're pretty awesome. They're like five by five. They're vinyl. They're going to go in your window nice. They're not going to fade. Uh, I didn't get a glossy finish, so they're kind of like more of a, a matte finish, and they look really, really good. So if you guys want that, jump onto Apple iTunes. That's the only place I'm going to look. So if you don't have iTunes, I'm sorry. A majority of my listeners do, so that's what I'm going to stick with. Jump on there, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. I will look at the reviews and make note of who all has done it and randomly select a few people. Uh, I don't know, probably probably three or four people, and I will send you back our Steelers decals. All right, on to this. Uh, week two success, 26-21 to 21 victory over the Broncos. Uh, James Conner had 16 rushes for 106 yards and a rushing touchdown, as well as two receptions for 15 yards and another touchdown. He looks good. Maybe he was really injured after all last week. I don't know. This guy... I, I know, like, we say he's made of glass and everything, but he seemed to recover pretty well. Like I said last week, it looked like he was up and walking around. Maybe he just didn't want to push it. Maybe that's a good thing. If you take a look at all the injuries throughout the NFL that happened this week, it's kind of crazy. So I, I'm super happy that 
they, they took the time, said, you know what, you just sit down, you, you heal up, and we'll use you next week. And he came out and balled out. All right, let's move on to Deontay Johnson. He fumbled his first damn touch again this week. Week one, it was the punt. Week two, he tried to do this like little jet sweep thing back behind the line, fumbled the ball. First freaking play. Like, dude, really, get your hands together. It's like he needs to warm up or something. It's really frustrating, and I just don't get it. Uh, he does drop some very catchable passes sometimes, and it kills the offense and the momentum. He went 8 for 13. That's five passes that he did not catch. But he did lead the team in targets for 92 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty damn good considering his drops. So, you know what, Deontay, get your life together. Get your hands together. If you catch those five other passes, guess what? We're not fighting for our lives at the end of a game and Randy Fickner does not help, but we'll get to that later. Another big killer for us this week, 10 penalties in a game against the Broncos. That just kills us. Uh, it handed Den, it handed Denver a few first downs and it honestly just kept them in the game a lot more than they should have been. So, so there we were fighting for our lives, trying to stay in the game. And what do we do? We commit stupid ass penalties. We get these penalties and what happens? Denver first down, they get another shot. They're moving down the field, and they're not even doing it on their own volition. It's on us screwing up. So, what happened this week? I don't know if any of y'all saw the reports that came out. Uh, Mike Tomlin's like, you know what? I'm tired of these penalties. Ten penalties in a week is a lot. So, he had NFL referees at the practices to make sure that maybe he gets a better look and at what they're calling this year, how strict they're going to be, and it gives the players an opportunity to maybe modify their coverage a little bit, how they're maybe hand-fighting with receivers and stuff. A lot of pass interference calls were committed, so I think he's trying to eliminate a lot of the penalties, so he wants to get referees' perspective on things so they practice the right way. Good for you, Coach Tomlin. That's a hell of a move. The biggest thorn in our side is taking our foot off the gas. Randy Fickner is trash at keeping the offense moving down the field. Things slow down once we have the lead, and I'm pretty sure it's just to waste some clock. So it wastes clock away, but the idea is to give the defense a little bit of a break. But shit, it never freaking works. If it worked, then, then it'd, be, it'd be like, all right, yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't get it. It doesn't work. What really happens is uh, we fail to convert on third downs, and have to give the ball back to the other team, and then the poor bastards on our tired-ass defense are out there dying all over again. They blow coverage assignments. They're getting walked on toward the end of the game. They're tired. Their hands are on their hips. They're out there. Why? Because we can't convert a fucking, fir or fucking third down. It's ridiculous. So if we're going to have the defense out there for that long, we should at least be running up the score on people. Fickner, listen up. Run the score up. Who gives a shit what people think? Go down there, foot on the gas, go put up points. It's going to give the defense a better break. They're going to feel less pressured, and they're going to get less tired. So I saw one of the best profile names on Twitter ever, and it read, and this is the, the actual name of the per person on there, not like they're at, but it was, is Fickner fired yet? That shit had me laughing for a while. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's true, though. The, the guy's got to go. Notable things that the Broncos did uh, against the Steelers. Well, they got hurt. They got real hurt. I hate seeing players get hurt. 
They lost Cortland Sutton in that game. They lost Drew Locke. Cortland Sutton's out for the year. Drew Locke, he's done for a while. Uh, Jerry Judy, I think he's got a concussion. Uh, there's a whole bunch of slew of other injuries and stuff. Pittsburgh's out there flying around, and they're hitting people hard. And, and it's just really overall, like this weekend was kind of a wild whole weekend in the NFL with a ton of people getting hurt. But the Broncos suffered so many injuries against the Steelers. Uh, I'm super happy that we came out relatively, like I said, relatively uh, injury-free. So, yeah. Uh, Bud Dupree, well... He was pretty well contained this week. Well, while they tried to contain Bud Dupree, uh, TJ Watt had a better game. So TJ Watt, you know, this guy, he was out there on the other side and he was allowed to be more in their faces. He got two and a half sacks and he got a couple more tackles than he did last week. Bud Dupree, his numbers dropped down. So they, the Broncos were doing stuff to try to lock up one side. I think they had to pick their poison as to who they wanted to block and they felt like Bud Dupree was that guy. TJ Watt, well, he came out and he got uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Week. So, hell yeah. Let's go, TJ. All right. Big thing for us here, our guard, David DeCastro, he's looking like he's going to be back for this week against the Texans. He started practicing again. Hopefully, we, we can lock up our line a little bit with David DeCastro. Oh, one last thing I forgot to mention about the defense. I, I say look for the defensive line to keep pressuring offenses all year. Uh, they can't block everyone. So back to the Bud Dupree, T.J. Watt thing. It, and you got Cam Hayward out there. I, I really think that we're just going to keep the, the foot on the gas on the defense, really. And that's going to make up for the whole Randy Fickner issues. And that's fine with me. I, I'd prefer to watch the defense out there anyway, just kicking ass and taking names. But sometimes they get blown up, and that happened a few times against the Broncos. That's fine. But look for the whole year, man. We're just Pittsburgh is the best defense in the NFL, hands down. So they can't block everyone. We're gonna go. We're gonna be sack monster still. Uh, I, I think we're gonna have a good game against Houston. I don't really want to get into that much. I have a whole lot of stuff written down for the Houston game. I, I don't want to cover it much because I'm gonna drop a second episode. So you're gonna get back to back episodes this week. I'm doing this one just to kind of recap one, uh, the the Denver Broncos game and then two i want to do a little fantasy touch here uh, a little bit just just to talk about that in the pittsburgh side of fantasy football sort of things i had a couple of twitter questions for that and we're going to get into that here but the main reason i'm cutting short is i'm doing a collaboration show with the back row texans show so you're going to get me and you're going to get branson thomas over there over at the back row texans show and we're going to do a collaboration episode it's going to drop on both of our uh, pod, podcast links, so you'll be able to listen to both episodes coming up. You're going to get this one with the recap, like I said, and then the second episode, episode 24, I should call it like 23.5 maybe. I don't know, whatever. It's hard to believe it's been that many episodes already, but here we are. And yeah, we're going to have a really good show with Branson Thomas over at the Back Row Texans. I'm going to try to talk as much crap to him as I can. So anyway, yeah, with that being said, it's time for Rob's Fantasy Finish. Juju had a down week. Uh, look for him to have a better game against the Texans this weekend, and uh, he's going to score some more fantasy points for you. Uh, they got to pick and choose who they're going to cover. Pittsburgh has one hell of a receiving core. So this past weekend, Denver kind of they, they kind of locked up Juju a little bit. 
and, and that's fine. But he's going to ha- – he had a down week last week. Look for him to come back. I have a feeling we're going to have to put up more points against Houston. They have a little bit better offense than the Broncos did. The Broncos got hurt quite a bit. So we're going to need to keep our foot on the gas. Again, Randy Fickner, foot on the gas, get Juju the ball. Deontay Johnson, he's a target hog. Hopefully he gets his hands to cooperate with him. But I think in a PPR league, he's the wide receiver to own in Pittsburgh. I know Juju scored two touchdowns in week one, but Deontay Johnson scored one in week two. He also had a lot more targets and more receptions than Juju. So go get you some Deontay Johnson. It may be too late if you want to trade for him in other leagues, especially if it's a dynasty league. If it's redraft, I don't know. Do what you want to do. You can go get him. You cannot get him. Your receivers seem to be a dime a dozen. Redraft leagues don't have very deep rosters, so you should be fine. If you have him, go ahead and start him either way. Redraft, dynasty, doesn't matter. Put Deontay Johnson in your lineup. Chase Claypool, he's almost flex-worthy, like flex-spot-worthy, and I'm keeping him on the bench this week until week four unless I have nobody else to start. Uh, He's kind of a boom-bust guy. You don't know. Like He got three targets this week. He made three catches. He had like 88 yards. Uh, dude blew up. I think he had a touchdown too, right? So uh, he he's a boom bust guy. So start him at your own risk. James Conner. Well, he got healthy and Benny Snell went away. I'm sorry. I I, I said fire up Benny Snell. James Conner got healthy real quick and James Conner came in. Benny Snell went away. Start James Conner this week. He's a monster. Uh, there's going to be more runs than usual, I feel. They're going to try to be running the clock on the Houston Texans, so get your James Conner out there. I still don't trust Ebron to put him in a fantasy lineup. If you think uh, you could... If you don't have a choice, start him at tight end. If you do, pick somebody else. If you have questions about it, hit me up on Twitter. I also do fantasy football things. Um, a, a lot of them, actually. So... Fantasy football stuff, if you have some lineup issues or whatever, hit me up. Don't put Ebron in your lineup, though, unless you absolutely have to. If you do, it's okay. He's going to get you, like, eight points. If that's going to be the make-or-break decision, then, yeah, throw him in there. As always, start the Steelers' defense. I know the Texans have a decent offense, but 2020 is the season of sacks, like I mentioned before. Start the Steelers' defense. All right, let's get to these Twitter questions. At T-Man, I believe it's three underscores. I don't know. It looked like a long underline after his name. Anyway, so this guy wanted to know, what happened to Kirk Cousins this weekend? I normally like to keep things Pittsburgh, but Kirk Cousins looked real bad. He threw three interceptions. And honestly, the Colts' defense is better than advertised. Kirk Cousins looked defeated throwing three interceptions in that game. Like Looked like a sad beat puppy. Uh, I don't know that next week will be any better against the tough Titans team, though. We'll We'll see. Hopefully he bounces back because my fantasy teams can't really take another ass whooping because he wants to turn the ball over all the time. A couple of my leagues, he got negative points for me in fantasy football. I think if you're in the Scott Fishbowl, I was looking to see at that. It was like negative 19 point something points because you throw an interception in the Scott Fishbowl, which is like this huge charity fantasy league. If you throw interceptions in there, if your quarterback does, he gets crazy negative points. So this guy got like negative 19 points for a lot of people and ruined their entire weekend. At Jeff the Scout, and that's that's Jeff with the G-E-O-F-F. So I don't know if it's G-Off or if it's Jeff. I'm going to stick with Jeff. 
at Jeff the Scout RT'd my Twitter question asking about what people were concerned about and said, the fact that Adam Gase still has a job. Well, Adam Gase. Adam Gase is there because, well, I don't know. He's still riding Peyton Manning's coattails. I really think that Adam Gase is the worst coach in the NFL. He's just awful. Le'Veon Bell, he's on IR. Why? Is his hamstring really that bad? I don't think so. I think he doesn't want to play for freaking Adam Gase. I don't think any of the people there want to play for him. I don't. It just looks like nobody on the team gives a shit. They go out there, there's a couple players that seem to care, and then they realize that the play calling's dumb. I don't know if he's going in there promising, hey guys, it's going to be better next week, and it's not better next week. I don't get it, but hey, he's out there. He's got a head coaching job. I don't, so maybe he's good at something, but I don't know. I don't get it. I think he's wasting Sam Darnold. There's a lot of people calling for Darnold's head, but you know what? If you don't put a team around Darnold, well, we could get to that too. Sam Darnold, there's a ton of injuries around him right now. Like All the receivers there are hurt. Like, I don't even know who their top receiver is right now. I have no idea. So whatever you want to do, if you have the Jets offense, I'm sorry. And any members of that, Sam Darnold, you're going to struggle with with fantasy points just because there's nobody for him to throw the damn ball to. Adam Gase, I I think the only reason he's still going to have a job is he's going to say, look, I had all these injuries and I couldn't win. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't fire him by week six. We'll see what happens. My buddy's a real big Jets fan, and I wouldn't mind getting him on here to talk about it at some point. I'm sure he could go off on some crazy rants about it, but we're not going to do that. All right, well, I think that's about going to do it for this week's episode. I'm I'm done talking about Adam Gase and Kirk Cousins. I know it's not Steelers related, but it's something that I'm passionate about, and that is NFL football. So I'm happy I could talk a little bit about something different. So like I said, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review the podcast. I'm doing that contest for the decals, the little stickers. They're like five by five squares. They're super sweet looking. I'll take a picture of it. I'm going to tag Sticker Mule because they really kicked ass at, at making me these stickers. They look great. So I'm going to tag them. I'm going to put it on the Twitter piece so you all can see them. And please uh, subscribe, rate, review. Like I said, I'm going to write down everyone, do some random picking. And yeah, you guys will get some decals. Well, that'd be pretty sweet. Again, thanks to all you out there who are listening and downloading these episodes. Share this podcast with your friends and share Steelers love so we can all have a great football season together. Like I always say, go outside, get some fresh air and sun, get some of that fresh COVID free air. Mm-mm. Take some time to appreciate nature and stay safe. And I will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See you next time on the Back Row Steelers Show. We have stickers!